0: Welcome back everyone to Marla's Conversations with Friends topics around well-being. I am Marla Boyle and today's conversation is one that it's been on my mind quite a while through this whole path of podcasts that and conversations that I've been doing. And it is around creativity and Creativity is a form of well-being, which maybe people don't think about it that way or don't even know how to think about creativity, but um, I see it as something that is a part of everybody's life every day. And I wanted to have this conversation with truly the only person I knew who could bring of wealth of information and just fun around it, because that is how I see my friend, my longtime dear friend, Miss Catherine Dice. And Catherine's background is vast in leadership of creativity and training within the entire library system nationally and even beyond that. But And even more, I'm I'm missing a million things that Catherine has done over her path. But always through every kind of conversation and experience that I've had with Catherine is always a sense of deep creativity that drives her. And so I am honored and super excited to be reconnected after quite a while, we haven't chatted, um, to be talking about creativity as a form of well-being. So welcome, Catherine.
1: Thank you, Marlo. It's great to be talking with you about this in particular because I know you have had a long time interest in creativity and see it as a daily practice, human practice, and Mm -hmm. I feel the same way. And just to talk about it with you is sort of like such a treat, so thanks for inviting me.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to go all over the place. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think for where I wanted to go and I kind of gave you some of this information was we before we started was I, I wanna help people understand what does creativity look like for them and how do they tap into it? Because my idea and definition of creativity is <clears throat> looking at a problem differently and finding a new solution or looking at the landscape in that's in front of you and generate ideas or recognize new ideas that can help you problem solve or communicate or express yourself in, in some sort of way. Um, and I even looked up, you know, one of the pine pioneers around, um, uh, Mihaly mm-hmm. you know, and I, <laughs> I love his name because it's like the one what is it like, looks like 20 letters in it. Yes. So that I perp- like meticulously made sure I knew how to say his name because I just love that it, how you say it does not necessarily resonate on the piece of paper when you look at how it's spelled. So that's a side note there, people who yeah. are listening because <laughs> it's like 20 letters in his name. But he, uh, you know, created the whole idea around the idea of flow. And so I looked up Uh, what his thoughts were around creativity and he writes um, persons who express unusual thoughts um, people who are interesting and stimulating bright people who experience the world in a novel and or original ways Um, their perceptions are fresh judgments are insightful um, and yes they they are individuals who have changed our culture in some important way um so that's kind of my place that I am starting from. Mm-hmm. Um, and in diving into this, um, how do you feel, first of all, like, what are, you, what are your thoughts around just bantering on, on what you think creativity is for you and how you... Um, because it has been a part of your life. So how how, yeah. how do you see it?
1: For so I, I, first of all, I'm glad you brought up Holly. I think he's just an amazing person. And if people wanna learn more about um, their own capacity to be in a state of flow, in a creative state of flow, they should read his book, Flow. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful book. Um, And sometimes I I really like I seek to find that flow space, you know, with my own work, my artwork, my other work, my um, just life. Right. Mm -hmm. But and that that sort of brings me to the way I I kind of think about it. I I think about how as human beings were were endowed with the ability to be creative at birth. Mm -hmm. Um, And all you have to do is watch little kids you know, invent things and mm-hmm. create uh, a way of playing and watch them. And you realize this is just part of our DNA. It's part of our the way we're all wired. Unfortunately, I think when we're young, um, there's a point w- um, when we become sort of more adult-like mm-hmm. and, and then a lot of what is natural to us gets either diverted or stamped out um, unfortunately, I think it is to um, the detriment of our well-being when that happens, because it narrows our our world, mm-hmm. and it narrows our our uh, abilities to respond to situations, which I think creativity is is all about. You know, uh, responding to things that happen around us, that that we see, that we're we're doing in ourselves individually, even alone. Um, so, you know, the definition that I've always used is, is a process of developing and expressing novel ideas that mm-hmm. are likely to be useful, but don't have to be useful, right? Mm-hmm, right. That's a very clinical kind of definition that I've used in my training and stuff. But I, when I think about creativity just writ large and as part of the human experience, I think there's we wouldn't have Zoom. We wouldn't have the internet, we wouldn't have this recording, we wouldn't have um, lots of things that we just take for granted without creativity. But I also think it's not just about making new things like Mm -hmm. an iPhone, you know, right. Uh, But it's about, I, I, you know, it's about daily living. Mm -hmm. And so, so I think it's for our well, our own well being for our own health and well-being, I think it's really important to accept that part of us. I don't know how many times I've given a workshop where I talk about doing something creative, and people go, oh, I, I'm i not a creative. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then we do the exercise, and they're like, oh my god, I guess I am creative.
0: Right. <laughs> That's and a it's, big surprise. It, it is a big surprise. I think we, you're right, you know, we do limit ourselves. We put, society puts, I feel, uh, such parameters around so many things and (laughs) and or borders and we 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 also walk around a lot of us with this fear well if I cross that border then I must be going into something else that I shouldn't be going into or you know what happens if I cross that line well I'll stay over here it's much easier it's safer Uh, right or or, or other people tell you no don't go in there because that's not what you fit you don't belong in there right and I think that, especially in, you know, in terms of just being a better well-being, you I feel like you have to really embrace it. You have to embrace being able to shift your perspective just even as I refer to it, just even a micro percent. Yeah. Um, one of the classes that I programs that I've always taught is seven habits of highly effective people. And it's a dense set of information, as I know you are aware of. And uh, it's very much about internal changing, you know, changing, Mm -hmm. obviously, yourself, your habits, because you can't change others. And in it, it really forces people, well, it's a choice, of course, but (laughs) it, it makes you have to look at these areas of your life, and you have to look at them differently. You know, you have to in the see, do, get model that they use. It's, you need to stop and take a step back and evaluate your landscape in front of you, whatever the stimulus is that's coming at you. If Mm -hmm. it's, you know, an argument, if it's, uh, you know, a natural disaster in front of you, if it's uh, all of a sudden you get sick or someone just gave you a compliment and a hug and you haven't seen them in 25 years, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But to be able to shift your perspective, and then as you step forward, whatever reaction or you're going to have, or to be proactive, is to align it, align that action with your principles, so you get the results you want. And that too is quite clinical. But I feel like creativity has to live in that. You have to be f- present in your <laughs> life in order to be able to access creativity i feel
1: yeah and and that's all about noticing right it's like um, noticing your response to something mm-hmm. like the light or noticing your response to someone's behavior or noticing your response to your own ideas um, and you know everybody has ideas and mm-hmm. that's sort of the realm of creativity and but I think that thinking about thinking about how you notice your own ideas, how you notice the inputs around you, mm-hmm. and I know that you know in the Seven Habits um, material, there's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, of highly successful people. There's a lot of focus on you know noticing your own landscape, as you said, and making changes in a in a in a deliberate way, mm-hmm. so that you end up being as successful as you want to be, right, Mm -hmm. and doing the things you want to do, and so I think that it's worth talking about habits, right, that the title of that work is Seven Habits for a Reason, right, Mm -hmm. yeah, Um, you can build habits, we all have habits that are either helpful or not helpful, and in terms of well-being, you know, there are a lot of habits that can get in the way, Mm -hmm. and one of the habits that I think gets in the way of creativity is is negative self-talk,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: like like what you were saying before you know the 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 borders and the cross the the you can't cross over to here mm-hmm. you know uh people being told oh you can't write poetry mm-hmm. um or you're not good at this or that thing um and then that seals that seals off a whole habit of creativity that could have happened for that person. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 sad that that happens, but it does. And one of the ways we can fight against it is to think about our own habits um, that are simple, like the daily things that we do. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one of the places that I see creativity happen with, without people really noticing that that's what they're doing mm-hmm. is in the kitchen. You know, I've yeah. seen you do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're much more present with your creativity. But some people who tell me they're not creative, and then they get in the kitchen, and they they get excited about, they went to a farmer's market and they've got these cherries and they're going to pit every one of them. And then they're going to mm-hmm. make this gorgeous cherry dessert. Right. And, and that's creating something. That's exactly, you know, cr- when you create something, you're bringing something into being that wasn't there two minutes ago, right? It wasn't there right. before. Right. And so you're, you're creating the experience that you're creating this beautiful dessert, but you're creating the experience that people will have when they eat it. Mm-hmm. And and you're also creating a connection between yourself and these cherries that grew mm-hmm. somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there are all these levels of of connection mm-hmm. and and experience that we can have if we notice our own responses to things, and then we build habits that are intentional. Um, now sometimes, in you know, sometimes things happen that are not intentional that turn out to be. Highly creative, Mm -hmm. you know. There's a lot of that that happens, you know. I I I remember um, reading about E.B. White, the author of Charlotte's Web, Mm -hmm. and um, Stuart Little, the children's books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, you know, uh, uh, in order to to be creative, you've got to plan to be lucky. and and what he meant by that was sort of like just be in the space of something happening and it could be like being in the farmer's market and seeing those cherries that's being in the space of something lucky right Right.
0: Um, yeah I mean and even you know and a friend of mine goes to the market with me and she never wants to go she she won't go unless I go with her because she's always like "Marlo, nobody sees me there they only see you when you're talking to everybody And, and she's like and I just you know, I walk around, I don't know what to, I don't know what to get. And I said, well, you have to walk in with a plan of some kind. First of all, you have to be open to seeing all the abundance that's in front of you. I mean, that alone, I could stand here and I could spend a thousand dollars every weekend just to overstuff (laughs) my fridge. I mean, because there's so many, there's such beauty there. I mean, the the creativity just in the food that comes to the market and to sort of see that, And then to go one step further to, in your head, walk in with a plan of what do I want to create this week? Even if it's only one thing you're going to make or two things, whatever, but to walk into it with a plan and then to all of a sudden be bombarded with all of this sensory creativity and beauty. And it's like, whoa, my whole plan could change, but you have to be. Aware, you have to be Rick. in that moment present, not thinking, "Oh God, the lines are really long, or how uh-huh. long is this going to take, or I, you know, is I can't that find pers- parking? <laughs> Can parking Or is that vendor strawberries cheaper than that vendor strawberries? You know, if you're going yeah. with that, it's you know, you're going to loot You're not going to see anything, right? You know where." I- you know, I'm wandering around and I know everybody there beside the point, but all of a sudden the <laughs> new vendor shows up and I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah. hello. Like, what do you got there? Right. And right. this year, this year it was the donut vendor.
1: Oh. Like, oh,
0: God, that's bad. I
1: don't know that we need more donuts know, right now, but, right. but that's okay. <laughs> after a year You're of donuts, really, they're
0: really good though. Quite good. Um, but that's a different story. Okay. So let me ask you this. Did you, because from the moment I met you, years ago um you just you exude exude you exude creativity to me but you exude a lot of inspiration off of you your energy is very um inspiring and and joyful to be around and yes we can have absolute serious conversations but we can also have very ebullient ones as well my did you know were you always aware of this what i'm call i put it in my notes this way we're always aware of the this personal power or this, the fulfillment mm-hmm. that creativity gives you. I mean, did you have it as a kid? You know, did you yeah. see creativity then?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's such a great question. I love that question. And first of all, thank you for saying that about my energy. I, mm. I think that I, I, I feel that energy. I, I honor that energy in myself. I do, uh, understand what you're saying, and it's hard for me to to. It used to be hard for me to say yes, I agree. You know mm-hmm, about the right. great things in me, but um, and everybody should be able to say that about themselves, right? I I honor what what I bring to the yeah, world. Absolutely. Um, but but such a great question about that personal power because when I've done workshops on power and influence, which is like a long you know I've done mm-hmm, for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I use an exercise where I ask people to close their eyes and think of, of time when they first recognized that they had personal power. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I do that is because pe- everybody has power, right? And, and unfortunately, sometimes people think of power as like, who's who's my boss? Mm-hmm, who's right. the person who's got more clout who can do things to me, right? Mm-hmm. Or make my life miserable or happy, right? right? But we all have personal power in the way we manage our lives and 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 connect with others and so on and make stuff happen mm-hmm. and but i and so my answer to that question is when i was 7 years old i became aware of my personal power mm. to create and it was I, I can tell you what it was i was mm. by myself and all these branches had been cut down in our garden and I lived in Mexico City as you know and mm-hmm. and this was a, a walled garden and all these branches had been cut down the, and whoever had cut them down had gone away and they were all there and I started picking them up and they were rather long branches and I, you know of course I remember them as six feet tall they were probably right of course feet, you know? <laughs> exactly but I started putting them in the ground like sticking them into the ground so they stood up like trees mm-hmm. and I made a, a Sherwood forest Oh, that's cool for myself, and then I sprinkled leaves all around. You know, I broke leaves off other things and sprinkled <laughs> yes, them yes. all around as a pathways. And that moment, that that day, is for me. First of all, the, the memory of that day is this: it, that I, that I that it took all this time. I'm sure it was like an hour. You know, but right, it felt right. like forever. I was in the zone, in this, and it was in flow. Right. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: And um, but the other thing that I realized is, hey. I can do this for myself, by myself. Mm -hmm. I don't need help. Mm -hmm. I've got an idea, I can act on that idea. Mm -hmm. And I can be happy with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can create this, this space that it just was such a thrill. And I I can go right back to that. And you know, I'm an ancient person now. But (laughs) (laughs) you know, I was seven years old. And that is a moment that is sealed in my mind forever. And in my soul, I will always remember. And so whenever I feel like my power kind of waning, or I feel Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm like, I'm gave it away or something. um, I I try to remind myself, oh, yeah, you've got this, you know, Mm -hmm. you've got this, and you can act on it. um, Not only for yourself, because in that case, it was for me, right. Mm -hmm. But on behalf of others, if they're not seeing their power and so that that was so it's a great question and I think about that moment a lot and I think other people have more power than they realize both to create and and to make things make things happen
0: yeah I I fully agree and I'll um, uh, I'll say my thoughts and then I want I'll go back uh, to where we were but uh, I think about my my own journey Uh, And I was thinking as you were talking, where would be my moment myself? I hadn't thought about it for myself as I was writing these questions out. And our circumstances in growing up between you and I were very different. Um, You know, I I grew up in a super dysfunctional family and Mm -hmm. lovely times, not lovely times. And I think my moments of personal power were when I chose to you know, submerge myself in the basement with every kind of Barbie doll or whatever gadget kind of thing. We didn't really have gadgets. It was Barbie dolls and Ken. And you had like, you would build a house out of whatever you had, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, so
0: you're constructing it from, you know, cases where the records were stored or, you know, the Mm -hmm. bottom of the chair and I'm draping around towels and I'm creating a whole condominium complex, you know, (laughs) in my basement. I love it. And then, you know, like the vacation was the, the wash tubs in the room next to where I was, where we did our wash, cause we had an old ringer uh, oh. wash machine for a really long time, uh, which was fascinating. So you could fill both tubs. So they had like the ocean, you know I mean? You make, you yeah. know, you make all the stuff up in your head. But for me, it was my way to entertain myself was to be lost in that space and- Create a I, world. Yeah, absolutely. And I can say, I know then I didn't know I had that personal power. I just knew it was where I felt um at peace or I felt happy Mm -hmm. and I think about the journey since then and I've certainly and it's very much come full circle or to the forefront because of um what I call this big girl job I just started (laughs) again up again last week it is a big girl job it is (laughs) Um, And the mental agony I kind of put myself through and, you know, to my bosses who uh, hopefully if you're listening to this now, you know um, <laughs> that <laughs> prior to, uh, you know, the interviews and, and going up and doing face-to-face and stuff. And I hadn't been down that path in a while for a few years, but just the flood of my journey and what have I actually done and can I actually do this position and what have I created what have I made a difference at in and you know when I finally sat down to realize I've I've led a a very creative path so much creating a lot of uh, programs and physical things but that that the ability that I took or the the step that I took to create as a kid, whether it was being in my own little space by myself or creating forts with my friends and losing your world there, whatever, that I have had creativity and personal power of it my whole life. And that mm-hmm. I'm finally able to go, yeah, you own it because you've been doing it without necessarily acknowledging that yeah. it's been such a part of you even though artistically i know i'm a creative person but looking at it in the broader spectrum of how i want people to look at it which is to look at your landscape differently and be able to be present enough to see things differently and to step forward in that courage as elizabeth Mm -hmm. gilbert says um to just try it
1: on yeah yeah, courage is a big part of this too, because because when you're creating anything, like anything in life, right, whether it's a meal or something, the the risk is what if this doesn't work? Right, right, <laughs> right, right. And it, that matter, you know, no matter if you're making a quilt or you're making, you know, a, a new iPhone or mm-hmm. you're making what, what if it doesn't work this time, right? Um, so that there's always that feeling of risk, so it takes courage. To step into the space that, where you can say, "I will own what happens here," and I own and I and I acknowledge my creative power, mm-hmm. um, because as I said, every human being is creative. It's how it's what you make. It's what you make out of life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in people's homes. Yours is one of them, where when you walk in, you have a feeling of peace and a feeling of of creativity in the in the air, mm-hmm. in the way it's just the place is arranged in a way that's comforting and, and enveloping, and and that to me is the home of a creative person. Mm-hmm. You know th- that took some thinking, that took some presence of mind and so on, and care. Mm-hmm. So all of these things are so tied up and and to with each other, acknowledging our own creativity, thinking about others and their lives and their experiences and so on. And um, and thinking about what we, what we can do and what we can create mm-hmm. and the things we can make better for ourselves, our families and others in the community. Um, all of that is so tied up together that that's what makes me think, you know, we're born and we've got it all. We've got it. Mm-hmm. And then it gets chipped away at and I, I would say it starts in elementary and high school, mm-hmm. you know, elementary and middle school, high school. It, it starts to get chipped away. The, the very early years are, you know, they, everybody lauds, applauds you for your creativity. And then all of a sudden, that doesn't matter. Everything else matters more. And I understand lots of things matter in schooling, mm-hmm. but I think that something happens where it gets squelched. And people have told me this. I mean, people tell me they, they can remember being mm-hmm. told you can't. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just about artistic endeavor. It's about a way of thinking about life, mm-hmm. right? And a way of thinking about the your own world in your home and your own world in terms of how you treat people and connect with people. And that's all part of creativity in my mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm and
0: yeah yeah i mean even if you we can look at the last 18 months you know uh yes fear was what was riding high in most people's minds yeah Not, not everybody but you had to you were forced to change how you looked at your life your whole existence got completely turned upside down yeah and we had to approach it with a completely a completely different mindset a different and even though you're most of us operated from fear we all did we're human until you kind of till the landscape sort of settled down a little bit you had some kind of pace in this whole stay at home situation but you had to find a creative way to be with people in your home, your family, your kids if you had them, or mm-hmm. uh, pets, or lack of daycare, or spouse, and you know, and you're all working and or taking care of all these other individuals, or other individuals who you were outside your home that you had to figure out how to take care of, or those that had to work, the frontliners. Everything became such a creative way of having
1: to look at every.
0: Day. Everything every everything. day, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. How we did things, how we, you know, all of a sudden everything came to a screeching halt, kind of. Um, and I, I think about it as you know, how how adaptive could we get? How adaptive could we be? Mm-hmm. And it turned out a lot mm-hmm. very adaptive. Mm-hmm. My sister made you know 750 masks for her local hospital wow. within um, three weeks of the wow. shutdown in California, and and she continued creating. And create sewing and sewing and sewing. You know that was creating, mm-hmm. but uh, but we all adapted to you know how do we work, how do we how do we deal with shopping, how do we deal with um, connecting with others, how do we not end up um, completely cut off from the world? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. even though it felt like that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I think how adaptive we are is a mark of our creativity, and people did amazing things. You know, they, uh, in New York, there were people who were playing games um, across uh, from one apartment building to another through the windows, you know, right, right. And, um, and just amazing stuff that allowed people to f- have a semblance of connection and a semblance of, of fun or just living, you know, right, because otherwise because, we were going to lose our mind. We already yeah. were losing our mind. <laughs> we were losing our minds. <laughs> yes, it was so crazy. I mean, <laughs> it was so hard. Um mm-hmm on so many people and obviously harder, much harder on people without resources than, mm-hmm. than people with them. Um, but, you know, everybody adapted and even people who resisted believing in this as a reality adapted mm-hmm. because there wasn't a choice, we had to adapt, right? Mm-hmm. But but how, how creative people got was amazing to me and it was really a testament to, you know, that innate ability to, okay, we got an issue here. We can, we can do something about this. We can mm-hmm. figure this out, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, and as a result, of course, there's, there's a lot of downsides that came from what's gone on over the last 18 months. Um, not, yeah. not needing to state the obvious, but the, the ones that I'm thinking of in my head are whatever challenges came up, mental health, uh, racial issues, um, issues under LGBTQ, uh, and my list goes on, the environment sits probably pretty darn high at the top of the list because of yeah, climate change isn't going anywhere and it's only getting worse. And what transpired over the last 18 months has been pretty profound. So, and it forced people to have to, A, either really look at these issues. Again, everything's a choice. So it forced us to have to look at these. Or, and some of them really became very um pronounced in certain people's lives whether it was mental health whether it was the black lives matter whatever it was but now you have a whole new issue to start looking creatively at and that's all about your community and the environment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how do you help become a part of the solution and not just a part of the problem uh which because i i, I really believe it it is always hard for me to reaffirm this belief after what you see going on every day. But I do believe in the heart of hearts of people's hearts that they, they do want to feel a sense of belonging, a sense of peace and to not really have to be living in fear or uncertainty all the time. And yeah. I mean, and, I, and through my head when I, I mean, I have a, a variety of, the both the right, the left, the up, the down, kind of parties, you know, you name it, whatever country, I do really feel that it, and as I said, it, it is a hard thing for me to daily affirm in myself, and some days I just go, today, can't. I can't, to, I have to put you on pause for a little bit, yeah, <laughs> like I just I can't get that one out of my mouth, but so in that, I just think people, I, I feel like they i uh, and also being an optimist i feel that people do want to find creative solutions to all that they have in life but i think what happens is that there's the privileged and the not privileged yeah. the haves and the have-nots and yeah. i think you know what's unfortunate is the have-nots don't get and they're super creative believe me i think they're they're quite creative yeah. with the yeah. resources and what they have to do but I think, um, God, if we could just find a way to, uh, A, close the gap, of course, but um, help these people who aren't privileged have something truly lighter to be more creative about.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, something. I, I think I think that uh, the have and have nots line is uh, um, spread you know chasm has gotten bigger Mm -hmm. um, as resources have gotten more sophisticated in other words Mm -hmm. you know um, all the the trappings of modern life Mm -hmm. you know the computers and and tablets and Mm -hmm. every kind of thing um, highly sophisticated phones and so on Um, er, all of that but also a lack of a a livable salary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that, you know, my sister's lived under the poverty line for many years. Um, mm-hmm. She's doing better now, but she's, she's never stopped creating. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't have to live with racial tension, the mm-hmm. way some of her neighbors do, and not just racial tension, but racism. Mm-hmm. And so that's an, an additional um, load. But I, I think that everybody wants Everybody wants a lot of the same thing. Everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to be well-fed, well-clothed, you know, mm-hmm. with a roof over their head, comfortable. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, um, we have not figured out in this country a way, in the United States anyway, in case people are hearing this in other countries, mm-hmm. uh, we have not figured out in the United States a way to close this gap and to equalize the, um, earning power, and other kinds of power. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, I think the, the way that things have surfaced in the past 18 months, um, race in particular, but also the climate, I think that there are a lot of people now who are not going to be happy to um, give up the the causes. And I, I think that it, it's impossible now for people to, to try to reverse, to go back to when... Yeah. People could say, "Well, I don't know anything about that." Right. Well, we now all all know quite a bit about all of that. All you know? of it. All of, them. All yeah, of exactly. it. And um, and so mm-hmm. you know, and I haven't touched on you know mental health and all that mm-hmm. other stuff, but I we could talk about that as well. But I I think that this um, highly uh, fractured, economically, socioeconomically fractured country is. I think that creative solutions can be had for this. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of be- believing long enough to get it done, right? And having enough people behind it to do it. And I I honestly, I think it's starting to happen around the climate issues um, mm-hmm. pretty strongly. Poverty is another another level of, of, of strife in this country, but that needs to be dealt with. But I think with like, I just in the past three months, mm-hmm. as I've um I live with someone who's really, my wife is very, very um, committed to climate change. Mm-hmm. And she keeps finding things that we can swap out for the things we've used mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, simple things like laundry detergent, mm-hmm. it comes in big bottles, right? Or, or boxes or whatever, and she found these little sheets that you just little tear off sheets, and you just dump it little little piece of it looks like a piece of paper, and mm-hmm. it goes in the laundry, and the laundry's clean. Or you know tooth toothbrush instead of toothpaste, these little tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, and but she keeps finding things that people are creating, people are mm-hmm. making ways to save the environment, and mm-hmm. and people are, you know, some of these. Are, Companies are very small, and it's just one person with a great idea, and they make it happen, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting, like one of the statements uh, that Mahali says is um, that these individuals may have made important discoveries that only they know about. You know, so these Mm -hmm. small little "Hi, I'm one guy, and I'm just trying to be great, and I'm putting this idea out there, and I hope it goes great." And right, um, uh, and I think, I think that um, we have to across all all areas of our life, all roles that we play. I keep going back to Seven Habits. We have one life. We have many roles. that we have to, for me, it's always being present and aware enough of what each of those roles or areas of our life are presenting to us. And to be able to, well, first you all, you have to have the the gumption, the will, the want, the desire to wanna even be creative, to actually wanna change. So there's that. But I think that if we all just even took one micro percent uh, shift of how we view each area of our life and the, how we approach it and what's sitting in it, whether it's your work role and these are the tasks I have, um, or this is the company I work for and this is what we're responsible for, to your spouse or being a parent or a friend or whatever it is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think if we just all step back really shifted our perspective one percent to go I'm going to get present here a little bit and just kind of reevaluate everything and not everything needs to change or not everything needs to have some brand new creative approach I mean sometimes you don't need to break the wheel if it's doing okay right Um, but I think if people we talk about wanting to improve our lives and to use my words become a better well-being then you have to you have to make the time and be conscious enough in your decision to go, okay, I'm, I, I want to step back. I want to hone some of this. I want to try some of this on, mm-hmm. even if it's just one little thing that I try on, even if it's changing your food up that you eat one night out of the week or a project you're tasked with at work and you keep approaching it in same or similar ways, but it's just not working. And okay, I'm gonna do a little extra research. I'm gonna just step out of my zone and Mm -hmm. go look somewhere else that I've never looked before, whatever it is. Um, I think we would mentally, emotionally, and physically and even spiritually, for sure, at least for me, uh, we'd feel better. We'd feel a little bit more well.
1: Yes, yeah, I agree. I think um, taking care of our bodies is is obvious it helps us be well-beings taking care of our spirits Mm -hmm. is also a big part of that and one part of taking care of our spirits is and and our energies because they're different energies right there Mm -hmm. there's there's physical energy, mental energy, psychic energy, emotional mm-hmm. energy. Well, we've got to take care of all of those, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and there's creativity in every aspect of those energies. And we have to, um, I think it goes back to what you said before, owning it. Like, um, you know, I, I want people to think about the simplest things in their lives that they can suddenly realize are creative. hmm as opposed to saying they're not creative and then continuing to be creative, you know, I mean, everybody else can see that they're creative, mm-hmm. but telling yourself you're not creative doesn't make you a well-being. It, it, it's impeding that well-being
0: mm-hmm.
1: from happening because once you honor that spirit, that ability uh, mm-hmm. to create and make a change, make, make things better uh, for yourself, for your family, whoever, your community then um, it gives you power, mm-hmm. right? And it also um, settles you into a different groove mentally. Like you can then start to say, yeah, I, I can say that I am creative. I made this fabulous dessert. I made mm-hmm. this wonderful quilt. I made my home welcome to other people, you know, <laughs> um, welcoming to other people. And I, I think that if we even start with the smallest things Mm-hmm. It, it can then help us realize that when it comes to the big things like the climate or like raci- racial um, inequity, that we have the ability to solve these problems. Mm-hmm. Collectively and individually, we can make a difference, too. Mm-hmm. But but collectively, we can have huge power to change mm-hmm. um, how things um, evolve from here on out. And I, I think that's what we were seeing when the conversation around race. Totally changed, mm-hmm. and I'm very glad that it did. And that, you know, it things that people thought were fixed are clearly not fixed. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the civil rights movement did a lot, but not enough. Right. And but there's more creative power in in um, community, in the community owning these things, and for people to really get together and say well, we can make a difference, and we're going to make a difference. And I will say right here that. Uh, it's come to my attention that Evanston is one of the first cities in the country um, providing reparations Mm -hmm. and and I think that's just an incredible thing for for that city to do Mm -hmm. for any city to do and that took some courage as you you know you brought up courage as part of this creating you're creating something that had that has to happen right Mm -hmm. that had that that hadn't happened that needed to happen and they did that and i mean that's just amazing to me so there's creativity on all these levels right there's the individual then there's the the family or the cre- the the lar- slightly larger community and then there's the com- you know the larger community where you live and then there's the the you know this the country and then the globe right yeah 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 and and when it comes to the environment well we all are on alert now that high alert that mm-hmm. Uh, the globe has to be united.
0: Right. And, you know, I think people, I think a lot of people think in, as they start moving further outside their circle of creativity, meaning whether we whether it's the community they live in or thinking about issues uh, on a statewide, national, international level. I think a lot of people s- might feel um well my 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 effort in trying to be creative and look at things differently uh doesn't matter nobody's seeing it or it's not making a difference mm-hmm. or i didn't i our, our efforts in our community didn't move the vote the way we wanted to or our efforts of creativity in this project we didn't you know we didn't move the needle the way we thought we did, and then they give up or they just stop trying. Yeah, and I want people certainly to know, and I've certainly reminded myself of it a million times that it takes a village to make a lot of things happen, and it takes determination. You have to mm-hmm. keep want you have to keep at it, and it's that it is that never giving up. It is the belief that even your 1% effort that you're providing to whatever project it is you're working on, it is making a difference. It does have a ripple effect. It might not be something that maybe you'll even see in your lifetime, or Mm -hmm. maybe it might not get swayed totally the way you wanted it to, or it got swayed in way the opposite way, but what ended up happening was waking up you know the side that you started on to completely relook at everything, or just cause a ruckus. You know, yeah, um, yeah. I.e., I- the four years. You know, yes, before Biden. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but you know, to even go back to how do you start? You know, we've talked, we've said a lot, and just from the smallest things. And what's staring at me, or what I'm staring at in my desk right now, are my Colored mark, color scented markers, <laughs> my huge mug of them, and my huge mug of different colored pens. because yeah. you know how can I live without that? I mean, I scented. Can't. I know scented <laughs> Mr. Sketch markers, right. and um, I, I something as simple as that just to add color. You know, of course, I've used it forever. You yeah, know that, and so do you. And when I bring it into classes, and I. I'll, share something that even happened this afternoon in a meeting that i've got the markers on the table i've got color everywhere i've got you know Mm -hmm. squishy toys on the table and organic lollipops and yeah uh and aroma and stuff and people you know i have some individuals who are so like no you will not break this very very set in stone box i will not step out of this box and try one of those colors or if they do it's just one and it's going to be typical (laughs) red or possibly yellow and uh no judgment here on either one of those colors for a marker. <laughs> but you know, you can see it. And I will always like push it just a little more, like maybe you want to add a little orange. Have you tried the organic sucker? You know, just push <laughs> them, gently like nudge them because it's such a it is such a simple thing. But when people who who see it and they're like, Oh, look at all these markers or look at the stickers, and, and these are just simple things. Yeah. Just to take your own notes with when you're sitting at work with three different colors instead of always using the traditional black or blue pen or, you know, got my highlighter. Well, let's put some pink on there for Pete's sake. (laughs) Put a little, like, bright green. I mean, what's going to happen to you? Um, But it was interesting. I was on a meeting earlier today about uh, an event I will be a part of, um, a very important launch meeting this coming weekend and we were talking about how the room was going to be set and I had not been a part of you know because I just started last week so stepping into it and they tell me what's going to be in the room the product and uh you know a and b and a couple of things at the table and I said um (laughs) I go are 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 there going to be any colored markers on the table or do you have (laughs) kind of post-it notes I can bring both of those um how about maybe I mean I know we're bringing an aroma I have some blotters I could put the aroma on a blotter. I'm like here's what learning is like (laughs) you know
1: they didn't know what hit them (laughs) well
0: they were I was like this is kind of how I teach so you know there's another guy on the phone who I've worked with for an eternity and I said and you know he knows exactly what I'm talking about. He's shaking his head. He's like, Oh yeah. And you know, and I said, it's got to be an experience when you walk in, it has to be a story. You have to, yeah. you have to be excited about what you're experiencing. And that's how, that was how my office was decorated. I mean, I had the walls were painted red and one other color. And I had a huge pegboard of all inspiring images to me and quotes and my calendar. And just fun things to look at. And I had a piece of painted art from a um, a nonprofit of kids who have disabilities, you know, that I looked at and they had mm-hmm. fishes on it. That was the other wall. And in front of me, I had gemstones and candles. It was like, people loved coming to my office. And I'm like, Yeah. Well, yeah. You, can't, <laughs> you can't cross the line until I sage you because you're not allowed
1: to <laughs> <laughs> but- Well, yeah. your environment does a lot. Uh, uh, what you're talking about is what is the environment, right? for? Well, for stimulating mm-hmm. creativity and for opening people, right? Mm-hmm. And and it, it's about the things you've talked about. Not it's not about the actual, uh, just you know the object. People don't, you know, they can have whatever markers they want, mm-hmm, whatever right, yeah. they, they don't have to use glitter pens like we do or whatever. Right. But <laughs> well, um, they are fun. <laughs> they are fun. We do recommend them, mm-hmm. but um, but it's about the environment. So if if you you know if you're really trying to to do something um that to create something new uh whether it's a small thing or a big thing if you don't have the right environment if you haven't thought about creating a space where you can be free and open to do that mm-hmm. you're going to be um hemming yourself in mm-hmm. um and and sort of cutting off uh you know a way of of thinking and being that would free you if mm-hmm. if you had a different environment or if you spent a little time you know, just planning that environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, you know, my, my, my art studio is kind of a mess. But then I look at it. And I'm like, Well, if I just put a little order over here and a little order over there, then it'll be better. Right. And <laughs> then it always is and it always is right. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's a matter of thinking uh, ahead a little bit, but also just being prepared and mentally prepared for anything to happen. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, um, brings me to something else that I, I, I realized, in the course of this conversation as i'm listening to you um that the things that you do in your classrooms um that what what happens there is you're creating opening right you are you're creating possibility Mm -hmm. and by just setting it up the way you do and so that's a piece of creativity is is that we need we need to um uh, become more aware of the world around us so that we can be more Uh, receptive
0: to the signals Mm -hmm. that are going
1: to tell us, oh, this is a moment for you to create right here. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the more receptive we are, the more we're likely to notice the opportunities Mm -hmm. and, and our own ideas and how they connect to the ideas of others and so on, if that's part of what you're doing, you know? So I I think that it's so powerful. I mean, without creativity, we, we wouldn't well, there are several things we can say about creativity. Without creativity, we, we wouldn't have the many wonderful things that we have around us today. Mm-hmm. Without innovation, we wouldn't have many of the wonderful things we have. And I, I, I distinguish creativity from innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, and without innovation, we also wouldn't have some of the world problems that we have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so it cuts two ways, right? So that's why we need to be aware and alert to possibility and what could happen. Now we, you know, with with knowledge comes greater abilities to discern this is good to be good or bad, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, as you said, it cuts both ways. Creativity can, obviously, we've seen since the beginning of time how creativity can go Mm -hmm. in what most people would consider the not so great way
1: yeah
0: uh you know look at hitler look at uh the the wars that began time and you know from romans to the medieval to the crusades and on and on lots of creativity and and even if you look at the creativity even if i step out of that because what flashed in my head as i said (laughs) the, the medieval times and crusades was Uh, how to train your dragon parts one two and three yeah i think about uh and even before that but i i think about the level of creativity in those in all the cultures across the globe you know but Mm -hmm. in those early times man was unbelievably creative because they had to be
1: they had to be to
0: survive and you know eventually uh not only survival i think survival and the haves and the the haves were like I have to have that so I think creativity took a change there but that that momentum to always be looking at life in and the challenge or the stimulus in front of you the landscape to go gosh could it be better wow yeah. that would be kind of cool if it could what if it what 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 if we uh actually you know mm-hmm. poach the egg instead of just fry it on a piece of board
1: you know, yeah. cook it up <laughs> right. you know what i mean <laughs> what yeah it, yeah
0: i think uh i think that um that willingness and everything that we we did in before life became so incredibly complicated with the industrialization and i would say actually in the last mm, i'm gonna definitely say the last 15 years life yeah. became hyper hyper yeah. <laughs> complicated um i think when we're when we we don't always have to be under stress or duress to be creative um, which was a lot of the cases as as we evolved as human beings because that's just what was happening you know right i think now it's we are faced with situations not only our health in many ways we look at it outside of COVID, but you know our way of life you know Mm -hmm. heart disease and diabetes are Uh, heart attacks are and suicides are top Um, causes of death in the United States outside of COVID. Right. Um, And so there's that, that is a stress, but it doesn't have to be if you take a different approach and try one thing at a time, Uh, you're feeling stuck at work and you don't like what you're doing. Well, there's ways to bring creativity into your workspace And, or, I mean, if you're truly that unhappy, well, you start looking for another job, but find things that can, yeah, that you can create. And even if it just starts with, I'm going to take my notes in a different color and I'm going to put stickers on it. Great. (laughs) You know, or I'm going to ask more questions. Yeah. You know, could be that. You know what? I'm afraid to ask questions. So I'm just going to start raising my hand because I'm just going to see what happens. What's the worst that's going to happen to me?
1: Right. You know, um, so I think yeah, it's it's about yeah the perspective we have uh, around our own agency, mm-hmm. you know, and you know personally our own agency is important to our well-being. Mm-hmm. But clearly, collectively, you know, our collective agency is crucial now mm-hmm. when we're staring down, you know, climate change and other significant mm-hmm. global issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being the biggest one right and so yeah I mean we, we need to be we need to say we can do this we we are able to do this because we've we we created the machines and, and the ways of making things that created this problem in the first place mm-hmm. so we know we can create and and we thought we were doing the right thing when we created those kinds of processes and things that created a problem for the world mm-hmm. um and and not that Industrialization is the only reason that we ended up with this climate right. change, no, but right. you know um, there are a lot of reasons. But we can also, um, you know, that didn't just happen by itself. That happened mm-hmm. with us putting our hands on things and making things. Yeah. Now we can make the answer to those things, mm-hmm. the reverse of those things, and so it's just a, a matter of thinking. Um, you know, we, we thought our way to this place, and now we can think our way out of this place to a new yeah. place. Of yeah. health and well-being yep. and you know i, I just i really ha- i have to, i'm an optimist as you know like you are and so i have to believe we can do it and we will do it right yeah
0: yeah and i i my purpose dharma path in life is that i'm i'm passionate about helping people become better well beings whole self <laughs> mm-hmm. with themselves with their community and with the environment and you know, if my belief is that if you are not taking care of you first, you are of no service in any of the other roles you play in your life. And so I want people to start with themselves to be creative and to break down what society puts out there is what creativity means or to be creative. It's not just an artistic form of expression. It is it's an express- it's a life skill. <laughs> it's a life skill, but it's a to me it's an expressive way of who you are and how you act in accordance to what you believe in and <laughs> you you have this ability to look at life differently and you have this choice to just try something different instead of even if it's one small step so you know start small start with you start with simple things that you can try on and build up your courage and keep stepping forward and courage of of being creative and branch out and see what happens because yes it could lead to absolutely something artistic but who knows you could be the next like come up with this really fantastic idea that changes something prominent in your community or or globally and it doesn't have to be that that's not what your aim is your aim my goal in this conversation is i'm not looking for you to change our culture in society that's not my intention if you want to by all means go for it and i applaud you my feeling is just try it one person at a time Mm -hmm. just start there Mhm. Don't set yourself up for such expectations that you you know you get disappointed or you certainly come back to me and be like, "Hey, you told me I could do this, yeah. Marlo." <laughs> I right. just want, I just want you to start small and build from there and when you get your momentum and if your momentum goes really fast, fantastic. Go with it. Let it loose, but you got to start with you somehow. Yeah. In some small way. And that means I want you to, you, you have to, from my perspective, you got to get present and you have to want to
1: try to step forward in courage instead of fear. Um, I to, agree. I agree. And, you know, one thing that would be really interesting for people to do um, is to to create, uh, get a little tiny notebook and to write down what they created in one sentence every day. Mm. What Mm -hmm. did you create today? Did you create a sandwich? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did you create a walk for yourself? Uh, Did you create a new way of thinking about your work? Did you create something with your child? Um, And I think that once people start writing this down, like one sentence a day, Mm -hmm. they start to realize, oh, I'm creating all the time. Mm -hmm. I just need to own that. And I need to um, make it more intentional and, and actually choose to do it. Instead mm-hmm. of just automatically doing it. it's right. that We all do it automatically. But intentionality it can be really powerful. Mm-hmm. It is powerful.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm so excited. This conversation, I'm a, we've had a lot, we've crossed a lot of paths. And um, I hope that those who are listening to this feel inspired to uh, turn on your openness and, and curiosity to creativity um, in whatever form it comes. And I so enjoyed having the conversation with you, Catherine. I'm so Thank grateful. you so much,
1: Marlo. And so we, we recommend to everyone that they get some scented markers. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Start with that and get some colored post-it notes. Let's just go to those two things and you'll be you're amazed. Off. Yeah, you're off. You'll be amazed at what happens to your life. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, I look forward to um, the next conversation uh, that we have here. And uh, be well, everyone. Be well. Thank you, Marlo.